Okay, so we're starting Bezos Hashem, Daf, Pegimel. We're going to start the last two words on Pebez and Bez. And now we're going to jump back in to the part of the Mishnah which we've been discussing extensively. We got into the whole topic of, which was the Shita of Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Shimon, and the Mishnah, that an Androgynous we've quoted the verse before and um, we uh, got away to discuss when we said we had a is it Shuma Darabanan is it Shuma Daraisa okay but either way we, we ended up at the end uh, yesterday we sh- essentially slugged up Rishlakish we asked the Kasha from our mission it sounds like Lechachila it is he is Michael Herbert Shuma okay and so now we're just going to Bavarn Shitas Rabiesi itself. Amar Rav says the Gemara, Lisa the Masnisim Mekamei Brisa. That our Mishnah, which said, Andrei Quint Rabiesi, Andreganis, Michael Ishta Bitruma, you gotta remove it. Mekamei Brisa, because we have in the face of a Brisa, the Tanya, Rabiesi Aimer, because we have a Brisa that says, Andreganis, Beria Bifne Atmahu, that it's a Beria Bifne Atmai, Velayichriya Bechachamim, Imzachar, Imnekeva. And it wasn't the Zacharim didn't decide if it's a Zachar or Nekeva. So, first of all, just to point out, Taisus says this is not, and this is Taisus' Shita, um, this is not the Beri B'fnei like, for instance, Tumtum, but rather it's just another way of saying Suffolk. Okay, Rashi says, Ela Beri D'Kamar Hach Hainu Shu Suffolk, Kedamar V'le because Taka the Gemara says, V'le Yichriu B'chachamim Im Zachar Nekeva. So we see exactly what type of barrier this is, we're saying it's, it's a barrier that's in a matzav of Suffolk, whether it's a Zachar Nekeva, it's not really a barrier with Neatzmei, that it has its own um, you know, new status, its own different status. So the Gemara says, okay, well, so okay, we have our Mishnah, we have a Brisa. So the Gemara says, I don't understand, why are you picking Adarab, Alesa Lebrisa, Mekamev Asnisen? So, right, Mishnayish generally would be, would be um, a better source, generally, than a Brisa. We ask Kasha, but, but um, the question is, why are we automatically assuming that um, why are we saying less of the Mishnah become the Why don't we go the other way? So the Gemara answers me. Because if you look in the Brisa, what did it say? It just said Rabbi and in the Mishnah Uzraisi Rabbi with Rabbi Shimon. So what we're, think, we're saying is like this. So it must be, and since Brises are generally later than Mishnayos, they were edited later. So they were edited later than Mishnah. So it would make sense to say that the Mishnah had Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Shimon, and uh, Rabbi Yaisi reconsidered his position. He was Hadar, as, as quoted in the Brisa, as Rabbi Yaisi alone. So that would be the Havamina. And that's why we, we would, uh, that's why it says Rav that we're going to pick the Brisa over the Mishnah. So the Gemara, okay, so that's Rav Shita. The Shmuel Amar Laysa Lebrisa Mechamim Asnisen. Shmuel says, no, there, you, you get rid of the Brisa, and the Mishnah stands. Meaning that an Andragonist is a full Zahar. So the Gemara says, okay, So if anything, ask the Gemara and Shmuel that we should say, in this situation, uh, delete the Mishnah or cancel out Rabbi Yishishita and the Mishnah. So why? Because Shmuel, Shita generally is Chayish Lechida. And, okay, we brought that earlier. Uh, in regards to, in HaChelitz, we brought that in regards to Shittas Rabbi Yehuda. Uh, if you remember, we had that um, Yehuda and Mesera in regards to Zika, right? So that was one of the examples of the Gemara, another example there. So we said, Halacha Kareb Yehuda, 
Right? Okay. So the point is that it's chayish lechida. So over here, where we have a brisa, which essentially turns out to be a yechida, okay, would say that Rabbi Yaisi is going to is is going to be a a suffix, a barrier. So he should be. We should be chayish for that version. It's more machma version of Yaisi. So the Gemara answers no. When is Shmuel willing to say chayish lechida kilo mis that's, yeah, when the result of being Chayish Echida is not going to be Eikar and Mishnah. But in the face of a Mishnah, we're not going to be Chayish for a Okay, and therefore, Shmuel says, So the Mishnah stands. So in the is Rav and Shmuel. Rav says, the Raisa stands, and Shmuel says, the Mishnah stands. Normally it means we're Chayish for a Das in a situation where Dach Yachid is, is going to result in being more machmer, we are going to be chayish for it. We're going to paskin like, even though it's a Dach Yachid, we're going to paskin if it's a chumra, essentially. Okay, so Amri Bey Rav, Mishmei de Rav. So now we have a, a third version, okay? Amri Bey Rav, Mishmei de Rav. Now Bey Rav, Rashi, expl- Rashi explains, Bey Rav is, uh, Rav, is Rav Huna. So it would be like Rav, Rav Huna Amar Rav. Okay, so what's interesting, we had Rav over here saying, that the Brisa stands, and we cancel out the Mishnah. We had Shmuel saying that the Mishnah stands, we cancel out the Brisa. And now we have Bey Rav, which is Rav Huna, Mishmei De Rav, Halacha Kerev Yesi, by Andreganus, Uva Harkava. Okay, the Halacha is going to be like Rav Yesi, by Andreganus and Harkava. Shmuel Amr, Bekaishi Uva Kiddush. Okay, and Shmuel says the Halacha is like Rav Yesi, Bekaishi and Kiddush. Now, Rashi points out from the fact that in these other cases, which we're going to get to in a second, what exactly Harkava is, what is Kaishi, and what is Kiddush. Okay, but the point is, in all those cases, Reb Yesi is listed with Reb Shimon. So what we're saying is, Halacha ki Reb Yesi, Reb Huna, Amar Rav, Bey Rav, Reb Huna, is saying that it's like Reb Yesi of our Mishnah. Because in all the similar examples that we're bringing to say the Halacha of Reb Yesi, it's going to be Reb Yesi together with Reb Shimon. So we have a Brisa that says Reb Yesi alone. We have our Mishnah, which is Reb Yesi with Reb Shimon. So when we're saying Reb Yesi over here, the Halacha of Reb Yesi, according to Reb Huna, it's like Reb Yesi of our Mishnah, okay? And that is um, Rav Huna, or as we say, Bey Rav, holds that the halacha is like our, Rav Yisi of our Mishnah, that it's a full, Andragonus is a full Zachar. So now, what are these cases? So Andragonus Hada Amran, right? We said in our case, Hada Amran, that now, right? It's not, it's not readily apparent. That's the way Rashi learns it. Hada Amran, again, like we explained, that it's Reb Yesi with Reb Shimon, which means our Mishnah, which we're, means we're saying that an Andragonus is a full Zachar. Harkavar, what's the case of Harkavar? So this is a case we've had before. De Tanan. Okay, this is a case that we've had before. De Tanan. We learned in uh, Mishnah, in Shavias, Ain, we had in Rosh Hashanah, and, um, yeah, we had in Rosh Hashanah. Ain noitin, ve'ain mavrichin, ve'ain markivin. So you can't uh, plant, graft, Okay, surround different types of planting and grafting of trees, ways to grow trees. Erev Shvius, Pachos Rosh Hashanah. So the Tanakhama says you can't, you can't um, start the planting or grow in some way, shape, or form a tree within thirty days before Rosh Hashanah. Okay, if it's within thirty days, then you have to uproot it. Now, there's two things going on here. Just to speak this out. There's a din of, we know there's a din Daraisa of Tesefah And that is always 30 days before. Okay, there's, so 
Number one, you can never plan 30 days before. It's not really, as we'll see here in a second, what we're talking about. We're talking as 30 days before the 30 days, meaning that aside from there is a, there is a din, when you talk about Shemitah, that the, the field itself needs to rest. Okay, so you, it, needs to, it needs to go through what's called Kalita, right? So the, the um, whatever you're planting needs to be well-established and already on its way to becoming, to growing before. So how long does it take to get up from the time when you graft or when you start planting until it starts growing, okay, until what we call Shas Klita. So the Tanakhama holds 30 days. Rabbi Yehuda Eimer, Kol HaKavar She'ene Kaletes Yamim Kaletes. Okay, it's three days. Okay, that's the critical point is really three days. Rabbi Yehuda Eimer, Shemin Aimim Shtei It's two weeks. Okay, so Rabbi is here. How long does Klita take? 30 days, three days, or two weeks? Rabbi Yehuda Eimer says two weeks. Like we explained, okay, that this is not, there's a din of that whatever you're doing, the klita has to be 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. Okay, so therefore you need 30 for the klita plus 30 for Taisa Shviyas. You need 33. Three for the klita, 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. You need 44 days. Okay, you need 14 for the Klita, to have Klita to be done 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. Okay? So again, we said that according to <coughs> Beirav, meaning Rav Huna holds the halacha is like Rav Yesi. Again, we see here it's Rav Yesi, Rav Shimon, who said Shtei Shabashos. So too, in our Mishnah, Androgenes, Uve Harkava. Okay? So we see that the halacha is going to be 14 days for Klita before the 30 days of Taisa Shviyas. V'shmol amar, the halachas are in which cases, b'kaishi v'kidesh. So what is kaishi? Kaishi refers to labor, a woman in labor. D'tanan, kama yidei kishuya. Okay, so how long is what we consider labor? Now, why is this nageya? Because if, let's say, a woman would normally see dam during the 11 days between her nida periods, okay, so th- then we would assume it's dam ziva. And if it's Dam Ziva, then she has to sit Shiva Yimei Tahirim, right? She's considered giving birth Bizava. Okay, so the question is, if she sees Dam, now, it, that's if we can't attribute the Dam to something else. But if we could attribute the Dam to the labor, so then we'll say, okay, it's labor Dam, it's not Zava Dam. And labor Dam doesn't require the Zayin Nikias. So now, Kama Yehe Kishuya, so what is considered in the labor zone? To say that, that we can say that the dam is labor dam and not zavadam. Either 40 or 50 days before the baby's born. The month. Now, Rashi very interestingly here says that we're talking about the ninth month. Not her ninth month. He says. And some swarm take it out, but Shafer Bezdin taken the Kiddush Gorim That it's not her ninth month, but rather it's, let's say, the, her ninth month of pregnancy would be at some point in El. So then, Rosh Chodesh El is that's the month. Now, even though we don't count her, let's say her, her ninth month is not going to start until. The 15th of El, it doesn't matter. That it's, 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 it's the first day of the month, Shifura Gaira, meaning the Shafer that Bezdin blows. 
concurrent with the Musaf of Rosh Chodesh, is the way some explain it. Okay, that causes, uh, saw an interesting uh, parish in this. Hard to, a little hard to understand how, right, how what's Bezdin is, is but we, we, we see this idea that Bezdin Shalmata can do, can do an action and Bezdin Shalmata can be Gervis based on that action. So Bezdin down here is blowing a Shafer and that's going to cause her ninth month in regards to this din of Dam of Dam of of Dam Kishoy of, of that it's consider, be considered she's in her labor zone, okay, for this woman based on what's occurring down here that's being caused by a Kaddish Baruch Hu up there. So, Rabbi Yisi, Rabbi Shimon, I'm in Kishoy Yisi Mishdeisha Abasais. Okay, that it is um, that labor doesn't last more than two weeks. Okay, and that's it's a fixed time of two weeks. Okay, so again we're going to paskin Shmuel says we paskin like Rabbi Yisi, Rabbi Shimon. So we see here again also it's Rabbi Yisi along with Rabbi Yisi, Rabbi Shimon. Kidesh. What is the example of Kidesh? That is in regards to the Tanan, So let's say you put um, vines on top of Tvua of your friend, okay? And so again, and they grow a little, right? So you dump a bunch of vines on top of his Tvua. So now essentially it's like they were planted together. It's a, it's a client issue. The way we deal with client, pen tiktash, hazera hamalea. So we say, harezu kaidesh. Right, Kodesh is a lashon of saying that it becomes Klayim and it needs to be burned. So, since it became Harizah Kodesh, it became Klayim. Okay, Okay, you're going to be Chayiv. You ruined your friend's tool. Right, that's essentially what you did. <coughs> that's the very mayor. However, they hold that you can't. Okay, you can't make something. Uh, you can't ask for something that's of your friends, and therefore it doesn't become. Klayim. So that's Rabbi Yisi, that's Rabbi Yisi, Rabbi Shimon, Shita. Again, and we said that the halacha, Shmuel is going to hold that the halacha is like Rabbi Yisi, Rabbi Shimon. Now, Ibayalahu. Okay, so now we have, we have, the, we have the four. We have Beirav, which is essentially Rav Huna said, halacha is Rabbi Yisi. We said it's in our Mishnah. That's the way Rashi explained it. In our Mishnah, when we talk about Androgynous and Harkava, in regards to how much time for Klita, for Shvius, we have Shmuel in regards to Kaishi and Kidesh. Okay, and now, Ibayalahu Bandroginus Mali Omar Shmuel. What does Shmuel hold when it comes to Androginus? Tashima, Dharmar Shmuel Ravana, Laysa Lebrais, making me Masnisin. Okay, well, that one's easy, right? We're trying to figure out what does everybody hold in these four cases. So that one's easier because Shmuel said, Laysa Lebrais, making me Masnisin. Okay, Brisa, sorry, no Brisa. Okay, so he's essentially going to agree to Beirav, who's Rabuna in regards to Androginus, that we're going to go after, we're going to go based on our Mishnah. Harkava, Mali Omer Shmuel. So what's Shmuel going to hold when it comes to Harkava? Tashima, in other words, does he also hold like Reb Yesi, that Allah is like Reb Yesi, Reb Shimon, that it's 14 plus 30, it's 14 days. Tashima, Damali Shmuel, Rav Anon, Tani, Kaman, Damar, Shleishim, Shleishim. So the answer is no. He's going to go like Shitas, the Reb Yehuda, who says it's Shleishim, Shleishim. Koishi, Mali Omer Rav. So what is, I guess, Bey Rav going to hold in regards to Kaishi, meaning in regards to the dam, the dam labor, uh, the, the dam that, that the woman bleeds, can we attribute it to labor? How much time before? So, teku, we don't answer it. Kidesh, the fourth one, Maliyama Rav, going to be essentially Bey Rav, right? That's the way we learned it. Bey Rav is Rahuna, not really Rav, because Rav really argued. He said, So now, what is Kidesh Mali in regards to you put uh, vines of your vines on top of your friend's tua? So are you going to be chayev or not? So the Gemara says, Teku. I'm sorry. Kidesh, Mali, Amar Rav. Amar Rav Yesef. 
Rabbi Yesi says, Tashima, Dama Ravun Amarav, ain't halacha ke Rabbi Yesi. Halacha is not going to be like Rabbi Yesi. Rather, you are going to be chayiv like Rameir. Amar le Abaya, my chaz is the samach. Aha, why are we relying on Ravuna b'shem Rav? Samach aha, the Amar, right? You went ahead and said, Ravun Amarav, ain't halacha ke Rabbi Yesi. So I have another version of Rav. Samach aha, Dama Ravad, Amar Rav, halacha ke Rabbi Yesi. In regards to this client case. So why, when you ask, what would, what would Rav Huna hold? What would Rav Huna, or what would Bey Rav hold? What would Rav hold is really the way the Gemara asked it. And we said, well, we have a Rav Huna Marav, which says that the halacha is not going to be like Rav Yesi. So I have another version of Rav, Dama Rav, Dama Rav, Halacha Kirav Yesi. So the Gemara answers, no, very simply, Ami Bey Rav, Man Rav Huna. No, we were asking in Rav, but really, who do we really want to know? What is Bey Rav? Right, because that was the one we brought the halacha, and that's who when we when we when we cited uh, instances where we're pasquing like Rabbi Yehi, we had Bey Rav on saying, meaning Rav Huna saying a couple of things. We just said Bey Rav is Rav Huna saying a couple of things, the Hainu Androgynous and uh, Harkava, and we had we had Shmuel saying a couple other things. So when we're asking on each other, we're really inquiring in regards to Bey Rav, who's really Rav Huna, and therefore, of course, if I have a question of what. Bey Rav or Rav Huna is going to hold in regards to Kiddush, I'm going to, and we have two ways to go. One of them is Rav Huna Marav, and one of them is Rav Adam Marav. Then, of course, to answer what would Bey Rav or Rav Huna hold, I'm going to go with whatever is quoted by Rav Huna Marav. Okay, so Amri Bey Rav Manu Rav Huna Rav Huna Amri in Alacha. Alacha is not like um, Rav Yesi when it comes to Kiddush. Okay, so now we we'll, we'll get back to Andreganus in a moment over here. Okay, we we discussed. We spent a fair amount of time discussing Andragonus. Seems like based on our Mishnah that we paskin, and both Rashi and Taisus paskin this way in regards to Andragonus, that Andragonus is a full Zachar. Okay, there are other Rishadim um, who hold Suffolk Zachar, Suffolk Nikeva. Okay, we hold in regards to mitzvahs that I think we paskin in regards to mitzvahs that it has a din of a Zachar. Um, and then, you know, there's, there's, there's like essentially five different Shitas. Rashi and Taisus says it's a Zachar. The riff and other Rishadim say it's Suffolk Zachar, Suffolk Nikeva, like we, like we entertained in the Brysa and Ravesi over here. The Ramban says that it's a barrier with Neatzmai. That's in a different category. There's a Rash who holds that it's a three way Suffolk, Zachar, Nikeva, or barrier with Neatzmai. And then um, there is a Shita, the Ravid Shita is it's like a Chatsi Ever, Chatsi Menchir, and it's a Chatsi Nikeva, Chatsi Zachar. Okay, so however that would uh, apply halachically, but I think we are naig that is um, generally uh, Andragonus is naig like a zachar. Um, but certainly ask your local, local Orthodox rabbi if that comes up. Hopefully it doesn't. Okay, now the next part of the Mishnah, we'll get back to this, like I said, back to Andragonus. Second over here, so Yehuda said, Tumtum she nikra. So if a Tumtum was nikra, that means he got exposed. So and the difference is, Andragonus, you're never going to know. That's why the Shittas hold that, that Andragonus. Can be buried with neatzma, or that it's something. Ne- there's no way to ever know what andragonus is. Nothing's going to change. However, when it comes to a tumtum, okay, that these his simonim or its simonim are covered up. So eventually, the tumtum could be nikra, and it could be exposed. Is it a ma- is it a male or a female? So Rabbi Yehuda says tumtum shenikra benimtza zachar lo yachloitz b'pnei shehu kisris. Okay, so it sounds like what we're saying is Rabbi Yehuda holds that it, that even if the tumtum is exposed as a zachar, still he shouldn't do the chalitza because he is a sris. Okay? And sris wouldn't be yachlitz. That was based on the other machlik depending on which shita you hold like based on the last Mishnah. So now, Amar of Ami, my avid Rabbi Yehuda, the tumtum debiri. So Rabbi Yehuda says that all, right, what do we say in Rabbi Yehuda? That even if 
The tumtum is Nikra, he's exposed, and it turns out that it is a male. Still, he's not going, he's a stress. Always. 100% of the time. Remember, What's he going to do about the tumtum that occurred in the city of Biri? Famous tumtum of Biri. Abi Okay, they put him on a certain chair. Maybe a ceremonial chair, I don't know. Ve'ikra, healing chair. Ve'ikra, and it tore open. Ve'olid shevet benin. And yet he had seven children. Rabbi Yehuda Amarle, what's Rabbi Yehuda going to say? Like we talked about last week, when we have things that are medically impossible, he says, Chazar abana me'ayin heim. Really? Go, go ask. I, w- I would put a big question mark surrounding his children. Okay, because, like we said, Rabbi Yehuda would hold that a tumtum, even if it's exposed later as a zrachar, is a stress and cannot give birth. Tanya? It's not the same, it's not the same person. Huh? There it was Shmuel. Who said that? Yeah. There, there it was Shmuel. But, yeah. But it's the same. Well, like, yes. same yeah, same, same general idea. Correct. Tanner of Yeshir, Yehuda, Eimer. Tumtum, Loi, Yachloitz. Okay, so now we have this Shema Yekrav and Imsasris. Chama. Okay, so Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says a little bit differently that he shouldn't do Chalitza, meaning let another brother do Chalitza if there's another brother, because maybe... What do we say? Shema Yikravinim Sasrischama, he'll be Yisrischama. Frakti Gamara Atu called the Mikra Zachar Hava. What do you mean? Shema Nikra and he'll be Yisrischama. Maybe he'll be Nikra and it'll be in a keva. So the Gamara says, Haki Kavar. Shema Yikravinim Sasrischama, Keva, Vafilu Nimsa Zachar, Shema Yimsa Srischama. Okay? That you're, you're playing poor odds over here. Because, okay, but what's, what's the point? The point is that according to Yesi Rev Shimon, that the, this whole idea of that if it's a Zachar, it's a suffix Sris. Rabbi Yehuda said, even if the Zachar, it's a Vadai Sris. Rabbi Yehuda is a Tumtum Shenikra, and it's Nimsa Zachar is a suffix Sris. My Benayu, so what would be the difference? I'm a Rabba. Lift Sobamakam Achim. That let's say, let's say there was another brother, and let's say this Tumtum Shenikra as a Zachar went ahead and did the Chalitza. So the question is, do we say, according to Rabbi Yehuda, sorry, his Chalitza is not a good Chalitza. He's not a Bar. Oilid, and therefore, another brother can go. We don't have a problem of another brother can go ahead and do Yibam. According to Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, sorry, it's a suffix, and you would not be able to. The other brother would have to do Chalitza, me suffix, but you can't, there can't be Yibam here because it's a, it's a suffix Chalitza. Okay, or another, another Nafkamina would be what happens if he's the only brother? So according to Rabbi Yehuda, don't bother having him do Chalitza, it doesn't do anything. According to Rabbi Yehuda, it's a suffix, so you might as well have him do it, me suffix. Okay. okay. So that's the nafkamina between the two. Now, let's go back to Andragonus. Amar Rav Shmuel, Rabbi Yehuda, Amar Rav Abba, Achvad, Rabbi Yehuda, Bar Zavdai, Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Rav. Now, this says Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Rav. There are, the Rabbi Kiv Eger over here, the Gilgit Ashash changes it to Rav Huna, Amar Rav, so that it's in line with Bey Rav. Okay. Andragonus, Chaim, and Skila, Mishnei, Okay, that the androgynous, you're going to be chayiv, skil, mishne, mekamis, and we saw this before. We had this thing before. We said that what was the difference between Tanakama and Rabbi Lazar? Whether it is mishne, um, mekamis, you're going to be chayiv, according to everybody, all the time in our Mishnah, that an androgynous is a zachar. The question is, is, is if, he's, if, if he has relations with his simoni zacharis or simoni nakvas, would you be chayiv him for both or only one? So, So we say that you're only chayv kibizachar. What did that mean, bizachar? It's bizachar shaloi. Avon benakva shaloi potter. So the Gemara says, ah, you're right. Huda amar ki aitana. 
Okay, so that's Rabbi Eliezer. You're, don't ask me for Rabbi Eliezer that this member that we had quoting Rabbi Yehuda Amarav or Rav Huna Amarav, however you learn the Girsa, it's like we said, we had already said that there was a, another shita that held you from Mikhaev Skila from both Mikhaimis. Again, everybody holds an Andreganus is a Zachar. The question is, what happens? Is, is he only going to be Chayev Skila, which is Mishkav Zachar, from his, from his Zachars or from his Nakos? Now, we already quoted this. This is not a new Mikhaimis. We already quoted this Mikhaimis. But what are we going to do over here? We're going to bring the Mikhaimis. Okay, so my time is Reb Simai. Why does Reb Simai hold that a androgynous is going to be Chayiv Skila from Shnei Mekayimais? So Amar Rava Bar Hamduri Asbrali. So he said, Ve'es Zachar Loisishkav Mishkevei Isha. Okay, so we're saying that a Zachar cannot have Mishkevei to Be'ilas, to Mishkevei, to Maisim. So who is it possible with one zakhar that it's possible to have two different types of maisas? Okay, so he's learning the mishkevei isha, plural, to tell me that a, that's how Rabbi Simai, not like Rabbi Eliezer, not like Rabbi Eliezer, that's how Rabbi Simai would learn that, that, that you're going to be chayev skila from both both um, both with the, if it's Simani, if he had if he was boil or he had relations with another man with his simani zachris or simani nachlis but rabbanon okay so the rabbanon who hold like rebel because we said that that's sort of simai so it's a little confusing the simai is really like the tanakama and the rabbanon of Rabbi simai is going to be like rebel Lazar, it's the whoever the bar pukta is rabbanon afagav the ispeishnei mishkevais es zachar Okay, it says, S Zachar, Isha. S Zachar meaning only one. That's like Rabbi Lazar Mishnah, that you're only going to be Chayev, and Dragon is only going to be Chayev if he, if he has relations with his Zachras. But Rabbanon, Zachar Greidam and Allahu. So where did the, the Rabbanon know that only full Zacharim are going to, where in general, Rabbanon, Zachar Greidam and Allahu. If you're learning the the S Zachar, Loisishka, Mishkeve Isha, so if you're learning that from, you're, you're using the Zachar to say, to tell me that it's only Zachar, meaning Mishkeve, there could be two possible ones. Which one are you going to chive skila for? That's like Rebbe Lazar, only the Zachar. So either you're, you're focusing on the Mishkeve or you're focusing on the Zachar. Okay, that's the Machlekes over here. Simon says you're focused on the Mishkeve, so you're going to chive both Makam Zachars or Nakfus, and according to the Rabbanon, it's the Zachar. So now, if you're going to use the Zachar to limit your Mishkeve, then how do I know by, now that's what the Mars asking, Rabbanon, Zachar Greidam in Allahu. So if I already use my Zachar to tell me that it's not really talking about a Zachar, it's telling me when I have an Androgynous, that you're only going to be Chayev for one, so then how do I know in general that a regular normal Zachar with only Simani Zacharos is going to be Chayim. So that we say, and the Gersa changes over here, from Minalahu, V'es. Not maybe Isha, but rather V'es. So it's the V'es Zachar. So the S tells me that you're going to be Chayim for regular Zachar Skila. According to the Rabbanon, the Zachar, V'es Zachar tells me Zachar only Zacharos, not Mishkevei, not both of them. Now, in general, V'isha Shalei Kedarka Minalahu. So V'isha Shalei Kedarka Meaning, this is a kasha going to everybody. We already said, So we were learning, at least according to everybody, the mishkevei isha meant, even with an adragonist that has a mishkav nekeva. Now it's a question of, are you going to be both, or does the zachar limit you? But either way, we just took it out of woman. Right? We said this pasuk is talking about who? 
and Andragonus. So, <clears throat> how do you know? Because that would be the Pasha understanding this Pasha. Mishkevei Isha means that a regular Be'ila with a woman you'd be Chayiv, or whatever you'd be Chayiv, let's say it's an Erevan, a Rayas, whatever the Be'ila would be, whether it was regular or Shalai Kedarka. That's what the standard understanding of Mishkevei is. So where are we going to know that Be'isha Shalai Kedarka and Allahu that you would be Chayiv? Okay, for any ancient of rice or anything like that. Okay, because you already said Mishkeve Isha is talking about an, is talking about a um, uh, Andragonus. So then Gemara answers me Isha. No, that's the word Isha. So it could have just said the S Zachar Loisishka Mishkeve, and that would have told me everything I need to know in regards to Zachar and Andragonus. What's the Isha that is saying that Mishkeve will apply both ways? Mishkeve itself refers to Andragonus, but the Isha would talk about the two possible Beilis of a. Isha was used for two purposes? That's what no, Mishkevei tells me Andragonus. Isha, as attached to Mishkevei, tells me that even by an Isha, there's also two. You're going to be Chayev for either uh, regular uh, Bia or Bia Shalakadaka. So now, let's just finish up. We'll finish up the paragraph. Amara Rav Shizvi, Amara Rav Chizda, Loilakol, Amara Beliezer, Andragonus, Zacharma Aliyahu. Okay, so like we said, everybody in our Mishnah holds that a, certainly Rav Eliezer, also holds that an Andragonist is a Zachar. Okay, now, the only, like we said, the only Machlikis was Tanakama, like Rabbi Simai, are you Chayev, Bez Makamas, or is it one Makam? But everybody held that it was a Zachar. So now, what we're saying is that Rav Chissa says that Loyla Kolam Rabbi Lazar Andragonist Zachar Ma'alyahu, it doesn't mean that an Andragonist, that they're willing to commit 100% of the time that it's a Zachar Ma'alyahu, there is going to be an exception. Shema to Eimer Because if you would talk and tell me that an Andragonist is absolutely a Zachar, nothing to talk about, always, 100% of the time, Vimukdashin Yikdash. So if you were Makdash, a Andragonist, as a Karban, you should be able to bring it because it's a Zachar. Okay, Uminalan Kidesh. Now, how do we know that one may not bring an Andragonist? The Tadarabanan. Because we learned in a brisa. Now this is going to be referring to an oif, and we're going to be mashma. We're going to be daik from an oif. What the din is by a behema, meaning hanirva v'hamuktsa. So that's an animal. Hanirva muktsa v'hanevar. Okay, nirva means that the animal was used um, with with a human. V'hamuktsa set aside by the zara v'hanevar v'esnon. Okay, it was used as payment for a zaina umechir. Okay, it was Mecher uh, Kelev. So now all these things, again, we're talking about birds. V'tumtum v'andragonis, that's what we want for us. Mitamim begadim abes habaliyah. Okay, they are going to be mitamim begadim abes habaliyah. What does that mean? So it's a fancy way of saying that it's a nevela. Meaning, what is the way you shech the bird? Malika. Okay, so, but malika can only, it only works as a proper shechita. Really, malika, if you went ahead and took your bird and did malika, Okay, that would be an improper shechita. That is not a proper shechita. So only when you're talking about something that is a carbon would malika be a proper, uh, a proper shechita. So what we're saying here is, since these animals can't be brought as a carbon, if one did malika on them, they would be a nevela. What, how do we symbolize nevela? Is metam begad nevela because that is nevelas tahar. How is a nevelas tahar metama? Only by achila, only by Okay, so that is a fancy way of saying it's still the Malika done to any of these birds is going to be in Avela. Why? Because Malika is not a good Malika. Why? Because it can't be brought as a carbon. Okay. Rebbe Leezer, Aymer, he says, Tumta Vandragonis, Aymer, Tam, Begadam, Beis, They would be okay 
only by shall you realize or Omer Komakum Shinemar Zachar Minakeva Atamitsi Tumtavandraganis Mibinehem. The only when the Torah told you to bring a Zachar and a Keva would it be would the animal being a as a Tumtavandraganis be possible. So the thing is like this, where Belazar is arguing on Tanakama there, in your whole list of things that would become a Nevela, he argues by oif, only by oif. You know why? Because when it comes to Karbanais, when it comes to the Karbanais oif, it doesn't say Zachar Nekeva, and therefore, Rebeliezer says that for oif, Antukim Arjanus would be fine. But what do we see? For any other Karban, like Rebeliezer said, when it says Zachar Nekeva, by all the other carbonists that are animals, so Tumtum and Androgynous would be possible. And since Androgynous would be possible, wouldn't be a good carbon. So we see the Rebeliezer when he said that, that Androgynous is a Zachar, it doesn't go all the way. There are instances the Hainu carbon. Now, we also learned similar idea. Rebeliezer, Aymer, Hakelayim, that an animal that is a Kalayim, okay, born from two different species, Vitrefa, V'yaitse doifin, so that's a C-section. Tumtum v'andreganis, loy kedushin, loy makdishin. Okay, they, they are not kadosh and can't become kadosh. Now, what does that mean? From our Shmuel, loy kedushin, that means bitmura. Okay, meaning that even, of course, they themselves can't become, you can't just go ahead and be makdishin, because even a baumum, and we just had this, this actually, Tarsha, we just had this Rashi, Vayikra, toiv barab, toiv barab, toiv, Muhammad, we just had it yesterday, in well, the idea is that a bal mum, you can't be maktish a bal mum if it's a mum begufai. However, when it comes to tmura, if you took a good animal and you did tmura to a bal mum, that would actually work. So even though you can't be maktish it mitchila a bal mum. So here, what we're talking about is loy kedushin bitmura, that even al yedei tmura, which a bal mum would work for, these would not. So this is one step worse than a bal mum. Beloy mekadshin, and what does that mean? Ba'isa tmura. That means that you can't, um, that if somehow these things were, t- were somehow Kaddish, and Rashi has to go through how each of these, if they were Kaddish, and you took a regular, normal, Tom animal, and tried to take these things of Hektish and do Tmura onto the other ones, that it also wouldn't work. So they cannot become Kaddish through via Tmura, because of course you can't just express and say you want these things to become Tame, because if it, even a Balmum, I'm sorry, Kaddish, even if a Balmum wouldn't be Makdish, so for sure these, but even through Tmura, which does work for Balmum, this wouldn't work. Or the other way, if these animals were hectish, right, which it says if they can't, can't make them hectish, so how did they become hectish? So he says, Rashi says, Okay, trefa is easy. It became a trefa later. So we're saying if the animals are sitting as a trefa and you try to do Tmura to another animal, okay, but he says, You have to say that the mother of these animals was Hectish and it gave birth to one of these because that's the only way to deal with it. And what we're saying is now if you, if you had an animal that was already Hectish because it came out of its mother and the mother was Hectish that way, then you can't make a Tmura to it. Okay, so what do we see? Shmamina, we see this idea here that androgynous is not considered good for Karbanas just because Rabbi Eliezer was willing to say that androgynous is Kazachar. And our Mishnah, full on Zachar, doesn't go, it's not 100% applicable. And just to finish up this idea, Rabbi Eliezer, Aymer, Chaivan of Skila, Kizachar, Tanya, this is just a brisa that Rebbe is quoting that we see that in fact Rabbi Eliezer did hold that an androgynous Yechayi Skila Kazachar is a din of a full Zachar. Tanya, I'm a Rebbe, Kshalachti Lomotere, Eitzor Rabbi Eliezer, Bermin Shemua, 
Okay, I went to learn Torah by Rabbi Elizabeth Shemua. So what we're saying is, there's some that say, it's a little bit of a cryptic um, um, statement that we're going to say here, but that the point of this b'risa is to show that the Rabbi Eliezer is Rabbi Elizabeth ben Shemua. Chavra alai talmidav, ketar negoylem. Okay, his uh, talmidim came, um, uh, uh, came around me. Okay, they, when I went to Rabbi Lazar ben Shemua, so his talmidim came, uh, gathered around me, ketar negoylem, like, like, like roosters, shall base bukya. Okay, they were bothering me so much that they, I was only able to learn one thing, Rabbi Lazar, Aymer, that I was quoting Rabbi Lazar, Andregan is chayven alav skila, kezahar. Okay, that this din. So again, we're seeing, we see that we see that clearly as Rebbe is being made in the Brisa that this din of uh, that this that, that this din of skila kazachar is attributable to Rebbe Eliezer as our Mishnah quoted. So two. Summarize. I'm on a roll here. Short daven. Okay, so we said, we, we came and we were discussing again the Rav Yesi, Rav Shimon, and our Mishnah. So we started with Rav, a plain Rav, which said that our Mishnah, you got to delete our Rav Yesi and our Mishnah because of the Brisa. Okay, that Rav Yesi holds that it is a, um, that an Andragonist is, is a um, Suffolk. Okay, he was Shavak Barzuge. Shmuel said, let's the Brisa, Mishnah must, must uh, because of our Mishnah, meaning that we, Shmuel says we go like our Mishnah, even though. Even though in the Brisa, Rav Yaisi ended up changing and would, would have been more machmer, and normally Shmuel is Cheshesh Le Yachid. Over here, okay, again, since he was Shabbat Lebarzuge, so Shmuel is going to hold, we're going to go like our Mishnah. And so too, Rav Huna, which is Beirav, said so the halacha is like Rav Yaisi in our Mishnah when we talk about Andregidus. And Beirav also said the halacha is like Rav Yaisi by Harkava. Okay, so we said, meaning how, how long do you need? Plus 30. Is it 30 plus 30? You have, to, you, have to, you have to plant or graft before. Is it uh, 3 plus 30, 33, or 14 plus 30? That was Rav Yosef Shimon. So we said, again, that Rav Huna hold, held, or Beirav, as we said, was Rav Huna, holds the halacha is like Rav Yosef Shimon. Shmuel said the halacha is, and then Shmuel said the halacha is like Rav Yosef B'Kaishi. And we said in all these things, when we said Rav Yosef, it was Rav Yosef with Rav Shimon. And therefore, that was a Rashi explaining it. And therefore, over here, what we're saying is that both Shmuel and Beirav, Rav Huna, they um, would say that in regards to Andreganist, the halacha is like our Mishnah. Okay, so, and then we said B'Kaishi, you know, in regards to what's considered the Zman of labor, where we can be toila any dam she sees, not as being dam zava, but andam leda. Okay, and we said that that was... Um, we said that that was a machlekes, whether it was the chaydish itself, whether it was 40 or 50 days. And Yosef Shimon said, again, two Shabbosles. Okay, same 14 days that we had for Klita, we interestingly had uh, here as well. And then we talked about the first thing, the, the last thing in regards to Kiddush, that in regards to Klayim, that if a person goes in and puts vines on his friend's tfua, so we had a machlekes, Rameh or Yosef Shimon, whether he was or not, Rameh said yes, or Yosef Shimon said no. Okay, and then we just tried to figure out what would the, each one hold on, on the other one, where they didn't weigh in. So what does Shmuel hold by Andragonus? So that we said clearly he, does put a hold, he would hold like Beirav, that our Mishnah wins out. Okay, and what about Bar Kava? So he would hold like, I think it was Rabbi Yehuda, or he hold like a different sheet, not like Rabbi Yehuda, either, uh, not like Rabbi Yehuda, Shimon, either way. And in regards to Kaishi, we didn't even bother to try to figure it out. We said Teiko. And in regards to what we said, what would 
Again, it's what would Beirab hold by Kaishi and what would Beirab hold by Kiddush. So we said, ah, Rav Huna Amarav says that um, the halacha is not like Rav Yesi. So the Gemara asked, well, one second, I have a Ravada Amarav, which is halacha is like Rav Yesi. So we said, yeah, but Beirab is Rav Huna, so that's therefore we're going to go with what Rav Huna Amarav said. Okay, then we just talked about Tumtum Shenikra. We had reviewed on a Mishnah who said that if a Tumtum Shenikra, he should not do Chalitza because he is a Sris. So... Then we said, we said, I so much so that if he has children, go question where, where those whose whose children they really are. And Rishim Rishimin said that Layachlitz Shemayimtsa Sris, right? What we said was it's a machlekes that um, either way a tumtum is a suffix, right? But if it becomes exposed to the zahar, um, according to Rabbi Yehuda, it is has a din vaday of a stress. According to Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, it has a din of a uh, suffix stress. What's the nafkamina? The nafkamina is if there is another brother. Okay, who's waiting in the wings? Can he, the other brother, after if this stress did yibum uh, chalitza, could the other brother do yibum? According to Rabbi Yehuda, yes, because his chalitza is nothing. And according to Rabbi Yehuda, no. And then the other nafkamino is what happens if there are no other brothers? Should you have him do chalitza anyways? According to Rabbi Yehuda, don't, don't bother. Okay, stress is anyways is dinner, but stress according to Rabbi Yehuda, you would. Okay, and then we said that we brought, just brought down the machlekes. Really coming coming back, we had a machlekes Tanakama and Rabbi Lazar in regards to we said the delivery I call Andreganis is a zahar. The question was how where you chayiv skila from beis mekamis so one malcolm. We said that beis mekamis is shita from simayim. We said where do we learn it from from mishkeve. So one malcolm Namar said mishkeve vas zahar leisushav mishkeve essentially teaches us that you're going to chayiv skila for both. The other malcolm said no the zahar limits you and I would know regular zahar that you're chayiv from bs. And then we said what is the how do we know that an isha. Uh, whatever your chayef or barayas would be, whether it's a bia kadarka or shalik kadarka, and that is from the fact that it's a mishkebe isha at the end. Okay, and then we just ended off by saying, that an androgynous is a din of a zachar ma'alia, because if so, we saw by the birds that it was only by oifos that he held an androgynous was okay, because by oifos, the pasuk didn't delineate, didn't specifically say that it has to be a zachar and a keva, and that was Rabbi Lazar Shita, but if it does, like by carbon, then it's not going to be good. And we also saw it by regards to making, making a chmura or, so making these things, one of them was Andragonus, into a Tamura, or if you had somehow an Andragonus that was Kaddish, because it came out of his mother that way, that it couldn't make another animal Tamura, so we see, obviously, that Andragonus is not a full-on Zachar, and then we ended off just quoting um, that Rebbe Lezer said that Chayef Skila Kazachar has a real din of a real Zachar, and Rebbe brought down a Misa when he went to Eitz Rebbe Lezer ben Shamua, that uh, we saw clearly that it was, it was a, it was a Limud, that Rebbe Lezer held Andragonus Chayef Skila Kazachar.